Hey friends, and welcome to today's episode of Daily Musings. I'm Alicia, hanging out with you. And today I wanted to talk about these simple things in life. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because yesterday I baked a loaf of bread and it brought up all of these feelings about how being able to make bread is like this ancient human thing. It's just, it's something that is very satisfying to do. It's so fundamental. And it got me thinking about all the the fundamental human skills that I may or may not possess, but that I'm infinitely curious about. Another thing in the past that I've Actually, I've done quite a few things that would be considered fundamental human skills, least of which is learning how to cook. But this extends to making things like homemade sauerkraut, which is actually really, really easy, very, very cost effective and super tasty. Same goes for homemade kimchi, which is really easy to make. But there's something about creating creating a food product that takes time and lots of patience because when you make sauerkraut, it's basically like a 10 minute procedure. You chop up all the cabbage, then you mix it around with your hands and some salt just to get it nice and, um, uh, like breaking down the fibers a little bit. And then all you do is you stuff that cabbage into a jar, like a mason jar, and make sure it has a little bit of the fluid that has seeped out of the cabbage. Over top of it, you cover it with a couple giant cabbage leaves, and then you seal it, and then loosely, and then you let it sit for a while, like a week, two. Um, you could even let it sit more in theory. And uh, voila, you've got sauerkraut. And it's uh, there's something that's really, really cool about creating something yourself in that way. Another thing that I've done before is homemade sprouting. So this is when you put sprouting seeds like alfalfa or, you know, broccoli sprouts are super delicious. They're really kind of, um, they got a lot of flavor or mustard sprouts are really spicy. Um, you basically put the seeds in a jar and you make sure they have a little bit of access to natural light, but they don't need direct sunlight and they sprout. And then after five, six days, you have this beautiful, healthy green salad topper, sandwich topper, and it's, it's penny. It's like it costs so little compared to what you would buy from the store. You know, you buy alfalfa sprouts from the store, which I don't recommend, by the way, because they're frequently contaminated by bacteria. Um, not as bad with other sprouts, uh, typically, but they're kind of maybe not the best. Maybe they're like a little bit sad and you pay five bucks for them. Whereas you pay five bucks for a seed packet of alfalfa at most. And then you can make like a dozen batches or so of, of like a big mason jar full of sprouting seeds. So that's a really cool experience, especially in the winter. And I'm someone who likes to garden. I'm not very good at it, but I like to garden. And it's nice to be able to grow your own greens in the in the wintertime. That's uh, something very, I was going to say splendid about it. I, I guess we're getting old school, not only with our ancient human growing techniques, but also with our language here. Um, another sprouting thing that's kind of fun to grow is, it's a little more labor intensive, but to grow sunflower sprouts, which basically you just put, if you have two cafeteria trays, you know, when you went to school, you had those trays that you put your food and milk on and stuff like that. You have two of those covering a thin layer of dirt and some sunflower seeds. Eventually the sunflower seeds will sprout and the the little enclosure you've made, like the little um, uh, closed in with cafeteria tray enclosure, it's the, the top starts rising as the sunflower seeds push it up. You take off the top and you just kind of let them do their thing for about a week and then you harvest them. All you need is a little bit of potting soil. And that's another really, it's basically a way to garden, even if you live in a big city or don't have access to growing other things, you can get the magic of gardening in the convenience of your own home without actually having to do a lot of the gardening work. So these are 
these are some other things that that baking bread has made me think about. And now that I've baked some bread, it's gotten me down a little bit of a like a path. So on the one hand, okay, making making white bread, maybe not the most healthy thing, but making like a good sourdough loaf is is one of those. It's like being able to make a really beautiful tasting espresso coffee. It's one of those. It's it's like a science and an art all in one. And it's not uh, it, there's a lot of complexity to it. So, um, but there's, there's some joys to be had there. So one is the joy of being able to make something that tastes way better than what you would get at the store. Obviously, for those of you who have had a good homemade loaf of sourdough bread or have eaten basically any bro- bread product in France or Belgium or anywhere like that, where the bread is just infinitely better to what you tend to find. I mean, unless you live in San Francisco or something like that, um, knows that that homemade bread is where it's at in terms of flavor, in terms of aroma, it makes your whole house smell great. Um, so there is a taste thing. And if we buy bread at the supermarket, oftentimes it's, there's a lot of preservatives in it. They usually use an excessive amount of yeast, especially with whole wheat breads, which can, um, I, I don't know, I'm not going to like go on the bandwagon of yeast being the devil or something like that, but it does for, for some people, you know, contribute to, um, kind of that bloaty feeling that you get when you eat bread products, um, and which has nothing to do with the gluten. And that's a whole other thing. I am a, a big fan of gluten over here. I am partially Ukrainian. I, I feel like gluten is in my upbringing and my heritage and in my blood somewhat. So, um, but another really cool benefit from baking your bread is it's, well, it's, it's really easy. You just need to be around. So for a lot of people who are working at home during the pandemic, making bread is super simple because you just have to, um, it's basically about 15 minutes of active labor and less if you do a no need bread. You can make really delicious bread that doesn't even include kneading. You don't even need to like, you know, get your muscles involved. Um, but of course you can do kneaded bread too. Either way, it's basically just combi- combining flour, salt, yeast, and water in the right temperatures and proportions. And then voila, you've got, um, you make a dough, you let it sit for a while, then you put the dough on a pan, whatever you're going to cook it in. And then you wait a while and then you pop it in the oven, you wait a while. And then like all of the steps are really tiny. So it's very easy to make your own bread. And it's um, like, as long as you're around, as long as you're kicking around home and you have time to, to tend to the little steps there. And then another really cool thing about making bread, and this goes for making other types of homemade products like sauerkraut, is how cheap it is. It is so cheap. You buy like a big bag of flour for 10 bucks, that'll make you uh, like easily a dozen or two dozen and loaves of bread like easily um and aside from that salt is dirt cheap a little jar of yeast is going to last you for a really long time and you're paying you're paying cents for a loaf of bread as opposed to dollars and it doesn't make like a massive difference maybe i spend like five or ten bucks on bread a week because i tend to buy like nice bread when i buy it so maybe what's it going to save me like five bucks a week it's not like i'm doing it for the cost effectiveness but there is something to be said for that it's it's a very it's a very like self-sufficient feeling to know how to combine some of the world's most simplest ingredients. And it's even simpler if you make sourdough because you're not even, you're skipping the yeast. You're making your own um, flour, water, fermented concoction. Um, but but there's something that's uh, that feels really cool about knowing how to do something that basic. So there are some basic skills that I think I would really like to learn that I don't have that are also basic human fundamental skills, simple things like uh, knowing how to make a fire. Um, that, that I don't even know, like, if, like, do you use stones? Do you use 
twigs. I have no idea. I don't even know how to make a fire with, with actual fire. Like if I had a, like a lighter or something like that, I don't think I could build a proper fire or building a shelter. I think that would be really, really fun. This could be in Canada, you know, it's, you could build igloos, even where I live. Um, that would be, it gets cold enough that you could actually build like an igloo type structure. I'm not sure how complicated they would be, but it'd be also really cool to learn how to build. If I was, um, say in the wilderness, which I almost never am, I'm not going to find myself in this situation, but it would be cool to know how to use the um, materials around me to build like a, like a hut or something like that, uh, or simple structures with wood, these are basic uh, construction, physical world things that I don't know how to do. I don't even know how to sew. So I don't even know how to like, um, you know, fix a, a rip in something or adjust the the seam of something. And this is something that everyone's grandmother can basically do. Like I remember my grandmother actually like made me clothes. Like she made me, she would make me skirts and stuff. She knew how to hem. And that just seems that like another basic, simple human skill. So I was reflecting on this and I was reflecting on the, the joy of self-sufficiency. Is it a productive use of my time to bake bread and make sauerkraut when I could be doing work, like I could be spending that same amount of time furthering my business or or some other endeavor that has a more clear upside. Because I don't need to bake bread. I could go to the store and I could buy bread and that would work out just fine. Um, it's not like it's, there's not like a, a bread shortage. It's not like I need to build that skill. Not in the same way that I need to say, build my business or respond to emails. But there's something that's really fulfilling about doing something it isn't even necessary to do, but just to to do something to know that you can. Um, it, it's like a, uh, a check mark of being human. So I just wanted to share some of those things. I'm trying to think if there's obviously gardening, gardening, something I've been doing on and off for the last probably 15 years. And um, with some success, as I say this, I'm staring at my plant stand in the basement where I have grow lights over top of my many tomato seedlings of different varieties. I have uh, pepper seedlings growing and some lettuce as well. And eggplant, you know, the stuff that has to get started early here in Saskatchewan before it goes in the ground. And they're not doing so hot. I've never used grow lights before. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but they look a little yellow. <laughs> I don't know if it's it's an issue with the soil. Because um, in the past, when I've started seedlings, I've always had access to really big, bright windows. And in my uh, my new place, I do not have that where I've been living for the last year and a half. So, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how this, this year's gardening adventure goes. But... It is enjoyable as a final note to be able to share these self-sufficiencies with my daughter and to have her involved in it. She was a little too young to be really involved in gardening last year, aside from uh, eating some of the fresh produce when we picked it. Like she was, she was a big fan of the cucumbers and the cherry tomatoes and stuff as we, as we harvested. But I think this year she'll be a little bit more involved. She already is helping me take care of the seedlings and water them and plant them. So I think that'll be really fun. She helped me make bread. Of course, she can't knead the bread, but she likes doing a couple stirs. She likes helping me measure the ingredients. And as joyous as it has been to practice self-sufficiency in in my own life, it's doubly more satisfying to be able to share that with my daughter. So I don't really have a, a direct point, more to just talk about the the simple things in life that are worth enjoying and worth doing for their own sake, even if it's not that necessary, even if it's not that practical. I encourage you, if you're a fan of bread, try to make your own loaf. Actually, this book that I'm using, I think it's by Connie O'Hara. It's called Bread Baking for Beginners. And I highly recommend this book. I actually got this book idea from 
um, Jenna Fisher from The Office. Uh, and um, she went through this big bread making phase where she was posting about making bread on Instagram all the time. And it got me really hyped. And she was using this uh, bread baking for beginners book, which I hardly recommend because there's this whole section at the front end about all the, the you know, the nitty gritty details in the science of making good bread and why all the ingredients are the way they are and why you have to measure things and temperature and all that, uh, all that good stuff. And then she has sourdough at the end. So uh, really, really cool book. And I've worked through about half of it. I've made, um, maybe I'm not the best at it, but it's, it's really satisfying. So if you like making bread, that's a great book and a nice way to, um, pass the time on like a weekend when you're kicking around home anyway, and uh, got nothing else to do. Doesn't take a lot of time and it's so satisfying. So anyway, that's all for me today. I'll catch up with you guys later.